0: Welcome to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. Every other Wednesday, Adrian, your host, talks to key players in the fashion industry to discover new products and understand the challenges behind offering more responsible fashion and learn the solution available today. This podcast is brought to you by Première Vision, the leading event organizer for fashion professionals. To find out more, go to www.premiervision.com. Discover and enjoy.
1: Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening Smart Creation, the podcast. Today, I am very happy to welcome IFi Acquardi. Hello, IFI.
2: Lovely to meet you. Hi. Uh,
1: my very first question is, could you please introduce yourself and come back on your very long pathway?
2: Yes, so my name's Ifai Okwadi and I'm from London, uh, 28 years old. I always get confused, i just turned 28, so sometimes I say 27. But uh, yeah, so I'm from London and I'm a fashion designer or a designer, I don't know what what you, you want to call it nowadays. But um, so yeah, uh, I live in London, I'm based in London at the moment and I'm studying at a school called Central St. Martin's. Um, last year I just won the Grand Uh, pre of the year prize. Um, So that really, you know, uh, uh, kind of launched me into sort of the public sphere of uh, people wanting to um, get to know me and get to know my work. So uh, yeah, that's me in a nutshell, basically. Um, Yeah. All right. And and before doing fashion, what, what did you do? Um, so I was kind of working my way around the scene of london like design and um so I was like interning and working for uh quite a few designers um and i so I stopped basically to kind of give you a little rundown um so I kind of started my career or sort of a pathway as a designer um starting on Savaro so i I trained as a tailor when I was um sixteen seventeen years old um yeah pretty 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 early i guess and uh, i actually tried my hand at a lot of things i was a beekeeper uh, <laughs> uh um at I was, I was testing my hand at uh, quite a few things. I used to be uh, like a baker and stuff like this. Um, so I fell into like the, I, and i sorry, and I really kind of wanted to play football also, but um, my studies kind of took over. But eventually I, I found my footing in design. And so, yeah, I trained as a tailor on Savaro for three years, um, studied a BA at uh, Ravensbourne uh, University. Um, I, I didn't complete it, but I finished the course and then I went into like the industry and interned and started working
1: so fantastic um you know this podcast is uh, is about um fashion and about sustainability uh this is uh, this is led by première vision um i would like to to understand and and hear your definition of sustainable fashion what is sustainable fashion according to you
2: uh, that, i mean that's a really that's always an in- interesting question whenever i hear it asked and whenever i'm asked about it and i've I've kind of reached a point where there is no actual definite answer to that there's no definition of what sustainable fashion is inherently fashion isn't sustainable in its practice um design and uh to, to me specifically like if you want to term something sustainable it kind of has to give back in some sort of way so i kind of i i struggle to really answer that question but for me in my work and in my practice sustainable fashion uh is something that you really have to think that's really well thought out and is considered and is it, it has something behind it basically it's more than just cloth or it's more than just uh a garment or a product it, it, it has something behind it that stands the test of time basically
1: mm, all right um so you mentioned it in your presentation you you won the price uh, of year festival uh, uh yeah. in 2021 last year um I, w- I would like to really understand what is your what is your project uh, uh, why did you decide to present uh, your your collection to this festival because there's not much on your Instagram account uh, <laughs> and uh, and it's a bit difficult for me uh, still to understand what it is exactly uh, is it a brand or not is it just a project and what you want to bring it
2: so yeah really interesting question I mean basically the um, I will I was told about the, the festival by my girlfriend. Um, she's also in the fashion industry uh, realm. And so she, I was kind of, at the time I was working at this company called Margaret Howe, and um, I was kind of doing like a nine to five there and then coming back home and kind of working on my own stuff and helping other designers. And then she just mentioned this the festival um, and I looked into it, the Yes Festival, and, the more I looked into it, the more I kind of loved the history of how it started and the kind of people involved and the companies involved and the kind of reputation it had and everything like that. So, um, I, I, I was kind of working on like something before that, a collection before, uh, uh, hearing about it and she, she knew this. So that's why she mentioned it to me. So I actually put forward my application and, you know, I was shortlisted, uh, you know uh, and i really wasn't expecting it so um yeah the collection i was working on was something that i've been working on prior for six years um and it was something that really sort of resonated with me it was um based on uh, a movement in the uk called the green and common women's peace camp which uh, started in 1981 and lasted to 2000 and it was a really about um disarmament of nuclear weapons basically and so I, I just felt like that resonated with the times we're living in especially now of course within Europe of course with everything that's going on but even outside that extending outside Europe's borders and just all over the world, basically, about disarmament and peace and just really about love, basically. And so I, I was working on this collection and that's really what it's about. So it started off as a project and now it's kind of reached out into something that's, uh I, I identify as my kind of – I don't like saying brand. It's more of like an entity rather than a brand because I'm not trying to offer or really hard sell you into something, um, even though I understand ultimately it is a business. So, Yeah. All right. I hope that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but at, at the end of the day, I I, I look at it as a, yeah as a as a project as a more an artistic project than a than a business project, right? Am I right yeah, or I, am I wrong?
2: Absolutely. It had the collection had really nothing to do with business. That was not even in my mind at all. It, it wasn't like I was going to sell any of this. And still to this day, I haven't sold anything. Uh, of that collection I'm not I'm not looking into kind of producing or reproducing it at all uh, shall I say so um, it was really you're right um, a project that really still means a lot to me and still to this day I'm developing um, developing from it and everything like that so uh, it, it had nothing to do with like yeah anything to do with like business really
1: coming back on uh, on your definition of uh, sustainable fashion uh, when you when you worked on this um on this uh, project uh, what was what was the, the kind of question you were asking yourself coming back on the on the sustainability parts of your project
2: yeah so i was really sort of delving deep into sort of how within my practice i can really sort of speak to something that i really believe in and it, again it kind of started from where i started basically as a tailor on, on several Row specifically because there you're really taught about how to kind of be, I don't know, precious with the fabric you have, and sort of don't uh, overconsume on things because uh, the the price is so high there that you really have to make uh, the best out of what you have, basically. Um, And so it kind of starts from there and then it's kind of moved on with this project and sort of the work I do now into sort of the quality of things and the sort of uh, values something has uh, intrinsically, whether it's the fabric or something nostalgic that sort of once you see it, it kind of, it kind of, you have a recollection or something, you know, it could be good or bad, but at least it's there. Um, So I kind of um, sort of, you know, work on that, but also about locality as well. It's very important to me to kind of promote what we have uh, specifically in Britain and sort of the craftsmanship and sort of the skills and the laborers and the people basically um going into community and stuff like that. So that's really ba- about what I'm about basically uh, in terms of sustainability.
1: Okay. So it means that you, 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 you always start with a fabric uh, and with uh, the, the savoir-faire that is around you and uh, and the and the fiber and the fabric that are around you right
2: yeah uh, not necessarily like around around me like it doesn't have to be close to me but for example i for the collection for the project i sourced quite a lot of material from um uh i sourced a lot of harris tweed which is made in the outer hebrides which is again i I can see from your reaction i can hear from your reaction you might know about it and it's sort of these things that i think are sometimes quite obvious but it's nice to have a reminder of that about you know things that are made here and sort of that take time to make and sort of once you have them ultimately they're something that you want to keep um and again throughout the process of uh working on the collection after i was announced as a finalist um we had a mentorship with a, a group or an organization rather called uh, fashion open studio and fashion revolution uh in, co- in a collaboration with mercedes-benz and throughout that process i learned a lot about actually where to source things how to source things um what's good and what's not so good uh and these sort of things so it, it was a Wonderful experience, also being. being okay,
1: can you that. can you share a bit of what you learned? What what do you think about you know this this certification thing? Uh, ah. a, a lot of designer, a lot of brand are talking about uh, good certificate, Air uh, etc. etc. Uh, There's a lot of brand mm. that, that saying that they, they don't want any more plastic anymore in the fibers, uh, etc. Yep. etc. Et so so what's your point of view? All of you think? I would like to understand. Yeah, your your feeling and your point of view on um, this whole thing. And what you learn with uh, with uh, with organisation you just uh, mentioned?
2: Well, with with regards to the certificat- certification and these sort of uh, authenticators that are sort of saying to to designers and people that are looking for fabrics and um, textiles and stuff like that, that because it has this certification, uh, that it's good and it's like something that you should be investing in because it's better than this fabric that might not. Be certified basically i don't wholeheartedly believe in that what i believe in ultimately is the quality of the fabric and sort of knowing as much as i obviously of course of where it's sourced and its provenance and it's sort of uh, tracing its sort of lineage of uh, uh being produced but ultimately to me it's 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 about the quality so something could have a certification on it and the quality is not as good as the quality here but as long as i know that this hasn't been made in any sort of way that sort of uh muddies the water of sort of once i get it and what i have to say with it because it ultimately has to come in unison what i'm making and what and where i'm getting my fabrics or where i'm sourcing my stuff has to come like you know be harmonized and so i feel like just because it has certification it does not make it better than the fabric that i'm getting from somewhere else so first of all i begin there and um
1: except the material except the fabric um what yeah. makes a garment a good garment according to you
2: the quality the quality but, but, like, over ev- everything it's about the, the quality and I, I've been taught this everywhere I've been. That's the one thing that you go away from if you leave a job, if you leave an internship, or if you leave your studies. So you can have something, I don't know, for example, nowadays everything is put on social media. This is how you kind of market the stuff, you advertise your stuff. It has to have like this factor of sort of amazement image-wise. But once you see that fabric – oh, sorry, once you see that piece or look or garment or product in real life and it doesn't have any sort of rep uh resemblance to sort of how it made you feel on your phone on your iphone or your computer screen that's null and void because i don't want to wear it so that garment's ultimately going to be put to the wayside so ultimately it comes down to quality for me and that's where it stops the quality and desirability and sort of those two things are hand in hand
1: you mentioned that um you mentioned that you worked you worked for margaret Howell well uh yes. what did you what did you get from her
2: well, I worked uh, at Margaret Howe in e-commerce. So it wasn't necessarily in the design design sphere, but um, it was it was an incredible company to work for. In terms of you were treated just as you were treated if you worked for the design team, or if you worked for uh, the quality control team, or if you worked for the warehouse or something like that. So it kind of I kind of learned a lot uh, at my time working at Margaret Howe. And we had company. You know, function functions, uh, meetings and stuff like that, twice a year to kind of give us feedback on the um, how the company's doing. And Margaret herself was there. Margaret Howe herself was there, and having the chance just to act, interact with her and see, sometimes even the way she dressed was kind of very sort of amusing to me. So even I was working in the e-commerce and I, and I was coming home and I was doing my own designs and stuff like that. It was very interesting just seeing different parts of the business and sort of seeing how it kind of ticked and how it kind of operated. So I I could see literally like... There was my department and then there was uh, the pattern cutter who I won't name because uh, if she hears this, she'll probably be a bit, uh, you know, um, funny of me. But yeah, it was, it was a wonderful company to work with. And I, I picked up a lot of how they kind of, even their approach to sustainability throughout. Um, it could be the packaging, um, it could be the garment itself, it could be how we return stuff, just everything that was considered. So it was, yeah, wonderful, wonderful.
1: So you, you, I mean, your whole um, speech is about uh, quality of a garment, quality of a fabric, uh, quality of the craftsmanship, etc. Uh, but my 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 first uh, the first thing that comes to my to my head is that every this, this quality has got a cost and a big cost. And um, today, at, at at the time of uh, of social media, of fast fashion, etc., um, people have lost. The yeah, the, the, they have lost the the, the idea of uh, of what a, a good garment should cost. Um, how can we, how can we bring back this idea that a, a good garment, a good quality garment, uh, costs a lot of money and uh, and because it takes time, etc. etc.? I'm sure you, you've thought about it.
2: I have, I mean, yeah, that's something I probably should add to the, what I've done with the collection, so um having the mentorship with uh, Fashion Open Studio, Fashion Revolution, and Mercedes-Benz, actually, um, after that mentorship for this collection that that I presented at years, I specifically was so um, sort of motivated and driven by what I was learning, basically, that the collection i submitted from, um, first of all, wasn't the collection I presented when I actually got there. So, and that was based on this mentorship. And what I'd done, actually, was totally removed the backs of the garments for example and so you can see the in in the construction of the garment and how much work and time i had put into like the garment itself if, if it was hanging on a on a rail so uh, so uh, yeah on a rail on a hanger um so that was kind of my proposal actually within that collection of making it really obvious that this is the kind of work that in a quality garment you should have so you can see all the tailoring and construction the the needlework the kind of um, the cutting, everything that was involved within making just a pocket for example or a lapel or a collar or um, th- the hem or something basically um, so i kind of proposed it in that way but of course that's not that can't that's not very commercial that's a more of a uh, kind of an artisanal sort of way so i believe i think it goes hand in hand with like how you can market. Basically, everything works and markets in marketing uh, in this business in a capitalistic kind of society we live in. So if you kind of try to combine it, like if you think of like cooking, and you have your ingredients, of course you have here your product. But if you want to kind of drive home that the garment has quality and something, and sort of something really behind it, you can have that also with how your website is like laid out and so sort of have that information or you can have it in stores with the people you hire and giving them the information of where it's come from and stuff like that. So I believe it can be done. It's just, you know, people want to make profit rather than maybe, you know, actually consider that our world is, you know, it, it needs love and, <laughs> and the way you do that is making things more sustainable. Of course.
1: Where do you want to to bring your your project, uh, and and what are the, the challenges um, your biggest your biggest challenges for the next years? Uh,
2: so my in terms of project, do you mean my work? Uh, yeah, 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 your work. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, my work. So uh, I have an, I'm working on a collection at the moment um, to be presenting o- in October or going back to the festival. So that's kind of my kind of one of the main things I'm working on at the moment um, to kind of you know, continue the, the narrative that I, that I started last year, last October. Um, and I hope to really kind of affect change with the people that uh, enter my world, enter my community, because I'm not, I can't say that I'm going to, I want to change the world because, you know, ultimately, yes, I would love to, but I do realise that I have a mission and my purpose is, my purpose, and that is to kind of bring sort of this, a narrative and quality and my message and sort of a, a, a world of that a world that proposes better than we once had basically yesterday basically I want to kind of make things better in terms of craft and bring in more skill skill into sort of um, uh, prominence basically um, so in that way, I hope just to continue the, the work and I believe in the quote that uh, comes from Tom Sachs, or I've heard it from Tom Sachs, which is "the reward for work is more work." So that that's that's basically what I believe in.
1: So next October, no, next October, you, you will be uh you will be in the fashion jury of Year Festival. Yes, um,
2: yes, yeah.
1: What will be the most important criteria you will look into um in, into the project that will be presented? Uh, and and to which you will give your vote.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think it's really funny coming going back and being on the jury and sort of having that experience, but from the other side, it's it's a really funny thing. But the one thing I think, if I if I was to choose the most important thing, is actually that the finalists have taken on board what they've learned during the process of um, being selected till when they get uh, to the to the festival because um, it's really important that you're able to kind of um, adapt and sort of enhance your work. I don't want to just see the work that I saw when we were selecting the finalists. I really want to see that they took on a journey to kind of pro- like develop their work. Um, and ultimately, of course, I'm going to repeat it, but it's all about the quality of the garment. That's, that's what I'm, I think, on the jury for, as well as obviously having one and you know coming back this october i think what I, my eye is geared towards the quality of the garment and actually like more technical technical stuff so that's what i look forward to seeing um this this coming october
1: what what uh what's your overall point of view on the on the fashion industry uh, uh today when it comes to sustainability um <laughs> That's a, a, a very big question <laughs> and um, <laughs> and my second question, very linked to it, is uh, what, how can the fashion industry accelerate its uh, fashion revolution?
2: Well, I think the state of fashion at the moment is one that is promising actually. I think we, we are seeing brands and we're seeing people, young people spe- specifically, really sort of taking on board the challenge of bettering their practices and um, not relying on the old system to kind of carry them forward so i really do believe that um it's looking promising and uh, i think the bigger companies um bigger groups are looking at that and sort of realizing that they need to change as well because it's something that is actually in the consciousness of of everyone basically so um i i really am um feeling positive about it and um uh, yeah i am I'm, I'm very optimistic about about the future of fashion really So sort look, of, it it's, yeah
1: yeah, another question is, uh, is for young designers. Uh, not that you are an old designer, but uh, <laughs> you, you, you've got a bit of experience, uh, <laughs> no? Uh, what, do you nice advise... what do you advise young designers to look at to make uh, the, watch, the right choice when it comes to, to sustainability?
2: Uh, don't look at anything. Look at look at yourself. Uh, look what you're doing. I, I I believe if you're gonna look at something, it's proven that it's not been working. So why look? Uh, really try to develop something in yourself and sort of, of course, you know, work with people, collaborate. It's it's very important, I think, collaboration because you really do get a sense of what's actually going on outside your just your own sort of bubble. Um, so I think collaboration is great and sort of really, yeah, don't look don't look to the things that have done have been done in the past, except if you want to learn about them, because I'm very big on history and sort of you can learn from the past, but don't, you know, take away like the bits that have gone wrong, the bits that have failed and really try to, you know, work on those things because yeah, it's, uh, it's not a proven, it's not a system that's been functioning in the best way um, up to this point. So, yeah.
1: All right. Um so let's move to the quicker bit for your question uh, answers. Um, you've got just to, to answer by one word or one sentence maximum. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> hmm. What do you want to close uh, the door to in our industry?
2: I want to close the door to doors.
1: All right. Um, what do you look at to get inspired? Um, in whatever industry um, and how do you stay ahead of the game?
2: I look to Artists such as Zaha Hadid. Zaha Hadid. Zaha Hadid. Yeah.
1: What is the last piece of clothes you bought?
2: I bought uh, a knitwear piece from Marjala.
1: All right. Um, And who is the personality you would like to listen to in this podcast?
2: Oh, that's a good question. I would like to listen to... Ursula Castro.
1: Ursula Castro. Thank you so much. (laughs) Uh, Is there any uh, topic you wanted to to talk about that we didn't cover?
2: No, I think uh, this has been a wonderful conversation, actually. It's actually made me think about a few things uh, that I'm currently working on and that I hope to see in the future. So, um, no, I I really appreciate this conversation with you. And uh, yeah, wonderful, wonderful podcast. I love it.
1: Thank you very much. uh, And hope to see you uh, next October in uh, in year.
2: Yes, see you there.
0: Thank you so much for listening to our podcast till the end. If you want to support this initiative, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you follow. Just click on the subscribe button, rate it five stars and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to share the podcast on your favorite social media. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast, An invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion.